do, we were doing role play. I don't know that I got to that part because there was the other stuff I think I was telling you about. But everything you said, because she came up and she hit the points, but then she'd had an autumn comment, like her, you know, all of our take on it. And it was just like slack jaw, everybody in the room. Every time you said like one sentence, everybody's like, damn like yeah, it was yeah, yeah. so good so like yeah. everything you said was so good it's like where are you where did you come from well, that's the person the that john found that he knows i love it it's, hit, it's hidden and then she's once in a so while, naughty librarian like you're just so ridiculous it's crazy <laughs> well so <laughs> when you say burning desire <laughs> when you ask does anybody have a burning desire i'm like in aa that means do you want to hurt yourself someone else or feel like partying and i was just like but the way that you oh. said it. So, you know, it's just kind of, it means something. Just, I right things. now have a burning desire. <laughs> <laughs> right? Listen, so <laughs> this is really, you said something, and, I, and I, it's a moment that I don't want to let go. Um, and it's, it's important that you all remember this when it comes to recruiting, okay? Because we actually spend time in the beginning recruiting the wrong people. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Here's what happens. We go from where we are and we recruit down, okay? This is really a huge concept. What we do is we look at those that need our business. You know who would be great for this, who we should talk to, and we're always right. thinking about someone who needs Primerica. But here's the thing. <coughs> when we Thank found you. you, you aren't making enough money, right? So. When we talk about, like, I want to tie in the presentation and everything and get into your head for a minute, okay? When we talk about the foundation of the house, the foundation of the house is income. Income is the engine that runs, runs the machine, right. okay? The root. Okay? When you're not making enough money, think about what you texted me the other day. When you're not making enough money, you're in survival. Right. Right. Okay? And when you're in survival, you can't think. You can't actually have coherent thoughts about love, joy, right? Uh, you, you, you're, not in, you're not living in the energy of life is abundant, life is fun, right? You're oh God, always no. in survival mode, and survival mode is oppressive, yeah. right? So your thoughts are never good. Uh, you're trying, you're rationalizing, but you're always thinking about money to survive. Right. This is a key recruiting point. So we spend time in the beginning looking for those people because we think Primerica is the answer to that. Mm -hmm. But they can't coherently think because they're in chaos. Now you are in a position where you're making twice the amount of money that you used to make, if not almost three times. And when you, what you find is once people are pulling in income that meets their needs, that's when the thought now becomes present to Am I going to do this for the rest of my life? Right. That's who you're looking for. Right. You're looking for people. That's why we say income, 40,000 household income and up, because they're not in survival mode. They're in the, okay, I may live paycheck to paycheck, but I'm not worrying about how to keep the lights on. Right. There's a big difference. So once somebody gets past survival and they're in the middle class, now it's, am I going to be in this cube forever? The cube. That's crazy. Do you understand the difference? Yeah. So let's stop talking to people who need Primerica and start finding the people who understand what we are and want it. Right. Right. It's like rehab. Okay. That, 
you make that one shift because look, you could be, and I have a friend who's making $400,000 a year, but he's the technician. He's a chiropractor. If he, and all he's thinking about is how do I get out of this? Right. How do I get my business to run without me? And he's good. But right. you could be so good that you're trapped. Yeah. Right? That is huge. It's like training. Yes. And it, it really, the time spent in this business, because I keep referencing, okay, I'm in my third year, and I'm feeling now the reflection of the beginning and how I was thinking then versus how I'm thinking now, because now I really look forward to who can I go see because I'm seeking out the people that I love that are busy, that are doing stuff. And it's a very different, it's not the dread that was the beginning, like, yeah. oh, the recruiting, oh, the, like, yeah. it's not the, it, there's no dread there at all. And it's, that's very important. Cause like you said, cause otherwise there was such misery attached to some of this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what I think you pass it leaves threshold. a bad taste in people's files about recruiting. Yeah. And that's why they give up so quickly. Yeah. And who you're spending the time with, it's like, it's the same as training. It's the same as anything, I guess. The more you look at it, it's the same as absolutely everything. Um, because the people who need what I do in the fitness world oftentimes don't even know they need it. Because right. they don't know what it is. And you certainly couldn't convince them. The people I end up training, I always say there are two kinds of clients that I see. The kind that need me. You know, the kind I have up. to be in the room for. Or I have clients, and most of my clients fit into category number two. I don't even have to be there. They're showing up fully. They're fully pre Like, yeah. I, they could basically do all the work without me. I'm just there for entertainment. And it's the same thing here. But I'm they just, still come for you. I'm just here for your entertainment, Autumn, because I love you. You don't need me. Well, I want to ask you guys a question, because it, um, it was very telling. Okay? It was really very telling. So you weren't here Thursday, and you weren't here, but you guys were. And, um, and, and here you are, right? You're the committed, right? So on Thursday, we, we didn't have guests, so we role-played, right? Doing the opener and <coughs> doing part of the presentation. <clears throat> and so we would go, okay, who wants to take a crack, right? So, so one person, right, which we all know, and I just don't name names because we're recording this. One person was like, yeah, I'll do it, right? And he's, you know, he's good. We're sitting there in the back going, why isn't he an RVP? Because if he would just connect the dots, right? He, right? And, and the cool thing is, is when somebody's there, by the way, something will happen in life, flip a switch, and they'll go RVP. Right. Right. So just know that, right? We see that, yeah. You're, you're, when you make the decision to be an RVP, you make it out of, um, for lack of better terminology, fuck this, I, I just got to go do it. You, right. you, you just do. And then you plant your flag, and you're an RVP in four to six months. Four, the Pierres did it, right? The moment he went, done. Right. Let's do it. They did it in three months, right? Um, so, and then you did it, right? You did it great. But then we're sitting there like, all right, who's next? And nope. right now I understand that you were, you know, um, <laughs> what was the term? Who wants to... Uh, what, what, burning desire. Burning desire. <laughs> hurt yourself, hurt, the, hurt others, or you party. You hurt yourself. <laughs> so now I understand why aren't you <laughs> eagerly right. going like this. No, but you had asked that. You had mentioned yeah. that like, when we were wrapping up, I think, That's at funny. the end. But what happened with me and you, like, when I get wrapped up in the goal of what is, like, A plus B equals C, and, and I shared that with Coach about what, what am I doing here, what is my goal, um, and Coach responded, it's supposed to be fun. 
it's supposed to be a blessing and you know I think that uh, that was hard for me to I can connect that because I like connecting and this is what means a lot to me but that's because I value you so much and, and, and I do value all of this like there was a little shift and I was like do it <laughs> you know <laughs> I was like that big voice was like go over yourself I'm like you know and so once I, I had that feedback you know I don't even know what I was saying but, but I also put the visual on that yeah, and there's gotta be a cartoon rendering of what so like, I don't even know what I look so, <laughs> but here's the question right here's the question what is the difference between you guys who show up to everything committed right want to get better to the masses of people that sit there with a blank look won't step up right won't get out of their box like maybe just share for a moment what keeps you coming right even when things aren't working out the way you want them to work out right but yet you keep showing up you show up to everything i mean you charlie had asked me What's the difference, you know, in one moment for you and another moment for you? And I said, well, I love Saturday because Saturday is when I am able to give fully of myself with people who actually, right, everybody's there because they really want to be there, right? And it's unfiltered and, and I can just do this. So what is it that keeps you showing up early, bringing food, right, coming, right? Like, what is the difference? If, if somebody was listening to this because somebody will, what is that? Like what goes on internally? You say, you know what? I have to be there. I have to do it because. I'm still gonna ask that question. I want you to, please. So, that was literally this morning my thought. So I set my alarm last night. I'm going to training. I made that decision. Woke up this morning. I'm like, mind you, two weeks, less than two weeks away from having a baby. Can hardly walk at times. Um, not. I keep telling her not to go down the stairs. Yeah, well, you know, not sleeping. Whatever. Um, exhausted, but I wake up and I'm, I literally ask myself that question. Why am I going today? I ask myself. Because I'm not physically working the business at the moment. I'm not going out and seeing people. I don't have energy. I, I'm not recruiting to my fullest. I'm not doing anything. I feel like I'm not doing anything because I'm just so obviously focused on where I am right now and getting ready. Um, so why am I getting up? And the thought was, Okay, one, you need to continue learning. You can see this presentation 500 times, but every time you're gonna see it, you're gonna grab something new. Two, the surroundings, the people that you're with, we are, you, are your family. Why was the presentation one? Why weren't the people? We felt second. Gosh darn it. I was building it up. Okay. Um, you know, being surrounded by you guys is, is just, you know, it's the family, it's the presence, it's the environment, it's the positivity. And so, like, when you're in that survival mode or you're in that, like, slum where you feel like you're not doing anything where you even if you physically cannot do it and you want to, like, I want to go out and work every day, but I physically cannot. You know, there are times that I literally cannot. I'm like, oh, my God, this is killing me because I really want to. But I'm going to make myself get up and go back into the environment to make sure that I'm always plugged in. That I'm always, um, you know, focused that when I, you know, have the baby or after that I'm getting right back at it. And I'm just continuing. So there's that drive and the support of you guys as well. It's just, it's massive. It's not the sarcasm. It's huge. No, seriously. It's, it's huge. So that's why I got up, I got dressed, 
You know, my mom's like, why are you going? You're going to have a baby in five minutes. I said, well, then I'll have a baby. I've got the hospital bag in the car. Charlie, Charlie knows how to drive. Like, it's fine. We'll go. I'll have the baby. But I'm going to training today. That's awesome. So. So the camaraderie. Completely. It's the, it's the environment that I look back a year ago, or, or no, it's longer than that, sitting at a job that I absolutely freaking hated in an environment that was so dark and dull and dismal with people that just complained and bitched and moaned all day long. Oh, and, and completely, and I'll think back and I'm like, anything's better than that, but like, th just this opportunity has given me, I may not be making a cent right now, and that's okay. Because I have free, uh, if it weren't for this, I mean, look, I'm gonna be able to, actually, it's a very different conversation. I'm gonna be able to take care of my baby at home and not have a time limit that after six weeks, right. he has to go to daycare and I have to go to my cube. Oh, that's so huge. You know how different so that is? Huge. But it's so different. It's such a different thought process that, hey, I don't have to do that. Like now I'm owning my life. Weird. I wanted you to answer that question because I, I was, when I was talking with John the other day, one of the things I said to him is said, or I've thought this, I don't know if I said it out loud, maybe I've said it to Jason. I want Jenna's belief. Like, why is it that, like, I never had, that's the reason I'm so drawn to you and like, I want to hang out with her and I want to go pull that baby out because the baby's probably got it too. <laughs> like, you just have serious belief and you've had it since you started. And that's something that I have always, like, I'm sure I waver. Your belief is so powerful. And you, you measure your success by all the wrong stuff, too, by the way. If I could just put that we in. We all do. Like, isn't that that's so <clears throat> terrible? It's not just about the business, Charlie. The belief is, that, honestly, the belief is in myself. It's so because good, Because that's though. the one thing, the one thing that no one can take away from me. And, and the more somebody says to me, don't go to training, you don't have to, you're pregnant, you can do this, you can do that, don't do it, don't do it, the more I want to get into that car and ah, go. Yeah, I love that. I love obstinance. Because I just, I just know, I feel it in my heart and that, that there's better for me. I just know that stick it out, stick it out, stick it out, keep going, keep going, and eventually it's going to happen. Right. Whatever that'll be. And you had said that the reason that her belief was so strong was why? Because you had a business before. Those of us that have never had a business, it's harder for us to grasp what it actually will be on the other side. Whereas you've been there. And that, that, that was a big, that, I needed to hear that. Because I, I, like, I guess I just don't recognize it with you. But when you said it about her, I was like, oh, that's why she's got but that was weird because my intention was never to just have a business. My intention was I just loved what I did, and I didn't want anyone else to tell me how to do it. See, and I guess I've just never had that, so, so it's hard difficult. to... I just wanted to do it all myself. I just wanted to do it myself. You want to offer anything there, homie? <laughs> <laughs> um, do you well, need to take your shirt off? There's a <laughs> visual emoji, shirt off, kind of... <laughs> um, a burning desire to remove your clothes. Yes, <laughs> all the time. Oh, oh me too. Co <laughs> ed naked training. Yeah. Just, just let it all hang out. Um, all right. We're still working. There, there are a, there's a lot of reasons. I think the biggest for me is. And, and let's see, too. <laughs> Jeez. Hold on, you just all about me. 
when I go to work, you know, like the, the, the first point of it is I've never made more than $72,000 in a year. And that was being a director at a club, running the whole thing, stressed out all the time and everything else. So nobody has ever come to me and said, here's an opportunity to do more. Mm. So that's, that's one. The opportunity to not have to wake up to alarm, little things like that, like wake up naturally, those types of things. There's an opportunity there. I look at going to work now, and I, I look at all the other trainers, and I look at the people who are directors and front desk going, you were designed for so much more than just sitting here because they look at it as, this is it. This is all it is. I'm going to do this every day. Like, I just can't fathom doing the same thing every single day. And yet they think it's great. And they think it's great. You know, the cash flow quadrant shows that 95% of the people are stuck on the left. So that is, that is 95% of the people <laughs> are programmed right. to That's like it. misery, almost. Right. And it's like, the like the whole... <laughs> The whole environment of being able to pick somebody else up and Why? and show them that there's so much more out there. There's other opportunities. Um, you know, like when we when we talk about you know who's sitting at your table helping you out. I can assume that nobody's come before me, and I'm gonna assume that nobody's coming after me. Right. So here's an opportunity. If you don't like it, then that's your own fault, right. you know? Um, so I, I, I think the biggest thing for me is just always, like, I like trying to show other people that there's so much more to them, why they were created, their purpose, and trying to draw that out of them. You know, and sometimes it's, you know, you just want to smack somebody in the face for me, like, why are you so, like, you're so, you're so programmed it hurts to watch you right. know right yeah. yep um, wake up to your life right so you know it's just the opportunity the environment you know we just have so many people that pull you up mm-hmm. into mm. something better yeah in something greater it's really um, good and, and the fact that you know there's an opportunity where you can go and create more of a lifestyle that you were designed for it's awesome so so as we wrap up um, and then I want to show you guys something, but um, I, I'm going to really <laughs> try not to get emotional because um, it's an emotional thing. But I, I want you to get what recruiting really is. Okay, so I didn't try to recruit Jenna. God brought her to me and me to her. Okay, she showed up on LinkedIn, asked me a question, and because of knowing how to win friends and influence people we engaged and, and it was a process. She didn't say yes on the first try, mm-hmm. right? And it took a month later for us to meet again. She played hard to get. The first time it was a no. Um, <coughs> but the, the first lesson is don't get off great people. I love what you said. I, I love helping people see that they're created for more, mm-hmm. right? Well, when you connect with somebody it has to become this thing of, I'm going to get them. I was talking about this on my ride-along. So for those of you that watched the ride-along, um, there's a guy that is always walking to work at the same time that I'm doing my loop. And so I said on the ride-along, one week I go, that guy 
keeps his head. I go, good morning. And oh, good morning. Right? He's just kind of just got his head down, scowl on his face. And I said, I'm going to make it my mission right. that he's going to smile right. and say good morning That's to him. And I got him this week, right? <laughs> right? Because I, you, you just make people your mission, right? So Jenna was somebody I didn't want to let go because we connected. But here's recruiting. So when our family was where you are and Ethan was coming, I don't know how I cannot be emotional. Well, why wouldn't you just be you? Trish had to be back at work oh. in two months. And daycare didn't open up for three months. Oh. So we were new at this church and we had to find somebody to watch them. Imagine being a young parent and you have to interview somebody to watch your kid and you don't know them. Right. What do you ask? And know that you're getting the truth. There's nothing you could ask. Right. You're going on a referral. There's, what, will you take care of my child? What are they going to say? No. Right. You know what I mean? Like, there's no answer. That's proof. And this girl was 19, and Trish calls me in a panic one day because she literally, Trish had the base of the carrier in her car, and the girl took, there was no cell phones back then, the girl <clears throat> took Ethan, strapped her in the seat, him in the seatbelt, with the carrier and drove him to her mom's. And that's when I was like, excuse my language, this fucking job is costing my family their life. Right. Wow. That was the motive. When I talk here about how money motivated I am, right. that's what I'm ta- like pain. I'm motivated by pain. Yeah. That was a moment that I was like, this has to end. No matter what the school district is promising me, it doesn't matter. I can't afford to keep my wife home. So when I say we moved here to Florida and I needed to make six figures, keep my wife home and keep my children out of daycare, I literally looked at that as if I don't, their lives are in jeopardy. Wow, that's true. And now you sit here and tell me because we recruited you that you don't have to think about that. That you get to have your baby and have an opportunity and you're never in that position. I got goosebumps. (laughs) Because I've been in that position. So that's so crazy because with Madden I was in that position. Same thing, I had to go back to work. It wasn't daycare, had to leave him with my friend Jackie's mom, who's 60 something years old. Don't, I don't know her, I trust Jackie, and that she used to look after kids for 30 years, but that feeling of, I have to go to work, and a stranger is watching my child, I have no idea what's going on during the day, there's no cameras or whatever it is, and I have to be at work. And that feeling of, it's pain. It's painful. So what a great legacy, though, that you got to gift to her. You will gift it to someone else. That's That's the gift. That's That's what you're talking about. We just got to talk to a lot of people because not everybody's ready for the message. You get to see your kids' first steps. You know, a lot of people miss that because we're working for someone else. I missed everything. Madden's been, what, he's turning four. He's been in daycare for four years. I've missed, I feel like I've missed everything. Eight hours a day. Six to eight hours a day. That's a great conversation to have with moms then because we all have a story. Like I have a story about that because we all, we all do. Uh, They all probably, we all do. One of the biggest regrets Trish has is we moved down here when Sophie turned five. Trish missed five years of Sophie, but made it all up, you know, and that's where homeschooling came in because now she may have missed the five years, but she was there. Right. Right for the the other 13. Yeah, know. and and the idea of who you leave your kids with all came down to money. 
That's right. It came down to who I could afford. Like, I had a friend, thank who God. Who can I afford to watch Isn't my that horrible? Kid? That's such a well, terrible statement. And, it, yes. and, and you, you, you're not picking the great, like, the, 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 it wasn't the best choice. But it, you didn't have so the I choice. Have a choice. But that's how you tie it in. It's like if you're presenting, right, and we talk about, like, putting your energy or buying someone else's dream, and then you switch it and say that you can't, who can I afford to watch my kid? And it's like, well, you can't afford not to take this opportunity to work with us so that you can see their first steps. You know, Boom, like, RVP Autumn. My son wants to play baseball. So we're trying to find something that we can afford so my son can play a sport that he's been talking about for six months. Just go write a life app. But how's this? Go write a legal. M- Meta needs to learn how to You get paid 80 swim. bucks on a legal. Right. Meta needs to learn I mean, how to swim. Just... I need to find $150 for eight lessons for Madam to go for swimming lessons. And being in that survival mode, it's like, I can't afford at the moment right now, my cash flow is so tight. Mm. Good catch. To go and take my son to for life-saving swimming lessons. Right. You know how like effed up that is to think? I'd love him to play soccer. I want him to do martial arts. I want him to do all of these activities. And at the moment, I can't. I'm like, I'm depriving my child of everything he needs to develop right now because of the money situation. And those are the things that that we go, we get up and we go to work. So I'm gonna end this and um, I'll show you guys why you want your securities license. Because Saturday is like Christmas in Primerica, so we'll talk about that. Yeah.